0: Hello, VisitMusicCity.com. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still and I am your host. This is the first edition of a feature series. We are super excited to be working with our friends over at VisitMusicCity.com to bring you the locals' perspective. Today we welcome in Pat Martin welcome him back to the show to talk about his new book, Life of Fire. Pat is the owner at Martin's Barbecue, which is a must-visit here in Nashville, as well as Hugh Baby's Burgers and Barbecue. I'm going to give you a pro tip right off the bat. This is it, first time. There's going to be lots of them, but the brisket burger at Martin's is a 10 out of 10. Now he's known for whole hog. You're going to learn that today. But if that's not your thing, the brisket burger, you will thank me. Trust me. So spring is sprung here in Nashville. And wow, there are some really great things going on. And I want to tell you about a few of them. Saturdays in May through June 18th. If you head over to the Music City Food Truck Park and Flea Market, you'll find amazing food, live music, drinks, and of course, shopping. One of the coolest settings in Nashville, and I absolutely love this place, been going there for years, is Arrington Vineyards. And they host live jazz and bluegrass bands every single weekend. So do a wine tasting, have a picnic, and listen to some great music and just some of the most gorgeous scenery you're gonna see in Nashville. Before you hit the neon lights of Broadway, night visions at the Nashville Zoo is family fun that you're not gonna soon forget. Watch as a whimsical imagery comes to life all around you the wild display of sight and sound. And if you're going to be in Nashville on May 14th, grab your fanciest hat (laughs) and visit the Iroquois Steeplechase. This is held at Nashville's Percy Warner Park. It is always held the second Saturday in May and is always a great time. And I will tell you, if you're heading over to Percy Warner Park, if you're here in Nashville and you love to hike, my favorite place to go is the Deep Well entrance for Percy Warner Park, and I love the White Trail. It's a two and a half mile trail, it's beautiful, it's under the canopy of trees, so it doesn't really matter what the temperature is outside, it's just gorgeous. You can see wildlife and just, it's a great little workout. Nice little place to get out of the downtown setting. So if you want some more details on all of these events, head over to visitmusiccity.com and you can get all those details that you need. And stay tuned after the interview for our all new Nashville hot list. The number one question people ask when they come to Nashville is where should we go eat? And there's a ton of amazing, amazing restaurants in Nashville. But if you want to eat like a local, hang out. After the interviews, I'm going to tell you the five places that you've got to eat when you come to Nashville. You cannot go wrong. This is your Nashville hot list. So let's jump in right now. We're going to be talking with Pitmaster Pat. He's the author of Life of Fire. Pat Martin. Super excited today to welcome in Pat Martin. He's the owner of Martin's Barbecue. He's also the owner of Hugh Baby's Barbecue and Burger Shop and author of Life of Fire. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. Oh, Pat.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here.
0: You know, I'm more excited because we talked gosh, it was about a year ago, maybe longer. Yeah, It was longer than that. It was longer a year and a yeah, half ago yeah. mm-hmm. because one of the parts of our conversation I said was, what are you most excited about when this thing's over? And I said, isn't it going to be crazy to walk into a grocery store without a mask? And you said, sports, <laughs> I, I need, I need my sports Yeah. and we're back. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for asking, um, it it is it does feel ninety five percent like it did in two thousand nineteen. So you know, excited about. Um, I went and saw a concert the other night. I, uh, My morning jacket down in Memphis. My buddy's a, a one of the band members, and I literally caught myself looking around, going, "Man, there's this was like not a thing." You know, no. I, I mean, it was in the Orpheum. It was you know, and so it was it was big but charming but still it was packed with a crowd and it was just kind of a little bit surreal to be sitting there with whatever a couple three four i don't know maybe five thousand people in there um all crowded together so it feels good
0: i went to a hockey game when we first came back and there was 200 people in the auditorium in bridgestone arena 200 people my friend is the chef for the arena and said hey you want to come out it's family night 200, my kids got on the Jumbotron 13 times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's about making some Preds fans.
1: Yeah, it's a little more spacious, like, than, like, the the (laughs) Preds or the, or football. Like, I went to some games last year, but being in that tight of an environment at the Orpheum, uh, which would be basically comparable, it's, it's Memphis's Ryman. Oh, wow. And uh, beautiful, beautiful place. It is the heart, it is the Ryman Auditorium in Memphis, Tennessee. And for R&B and and the blues. But uh, to be in there, it's very charming. But, again, it's very tight and enclosed. And, uh, yeah, I was like, this feels good to be sitting back in a a tight place like this.
0: Well, I do notice that you have, in most of the pictures in this amazing book, Life of Fire, you are wearing either a Pred shirt or a Nashville SC shirt, Mm -hmm. representing uh, your teams. Are you excited about the Nashville SC uh, Um, new stadium opening?
1: Hugely excited. I've got a couple tickets. I'm actually not going to be here for the opening game. My son's a soccer player now. Um, And wearing those shirts was by design. You know, um, I wanted there to be nuances of the book that were unspoken that said Nashville. Yeah. Um, And that wasn't just the Titans. You know what I mean? So that was by design. But um, I'm going to miss that first game. I'm actually going to be on a – I'm going on for like a almost two week book tour thing signing so from Palm Springs, Denver, Chicago, Austin. So I'm going to miss that game with my son, and that really, really, really bums me out. So my wife's going to take him, but Lord willing, I'll be back. And I'm the very next Sunday on the eighth is their second home game, and I'm I'm going to take him to that one. So I'm really pumped to go in there and see that stadium. And soccer wasn't a thing like a lot of us; just no different than hockey was 25 years ago like it you know we all knew soccer we all kind of played it when we were little but then when you get to middle school you'd start doing the other sports and um man i'm excited about that league coming to this town it really says something about it's the most progressive sport uh, as far as like dipping its toe in politically and really um yeah you know and they they don't um I think it's great for the city that we have MLS, and I don't think it's really spoken enough of.
0: Um, well, I, I could tell there was a lot of pictures with the Nashville. See the hat, the whole thing. I'm equally excited. I'm a huge Preds fan, but I'm super excited to every time I watch the World Cup, I find myself way more passionate about watching Team USA play. And I'm like, I had no idea was this into soccer. Yeah, and I just every four years I get that, but now I'm excited because I'm such a love everything nashville i'm dying to get a baseball team but when you know I, i'm definitely going to be there with you and i'm excited about the nashville sc you're doing a book tour you've got this amazing book you're a humble guy is it interesting is it weird to you to go places and sign your autograph yeah it's i mean what it's awkward is it yeah it's um
1: yeah it's awkward it's um it it feels good to have the project done it's equally it feels equally as good to have it project done as i am Proud to speak to my roots and barbecue in it. Uh, but yeah, doing a tour and signing my name in there for people is a little, it is a
0: little surreal. Yep. I love all the shout outs to local people. You know, I went to high school with Ward Boone and, <laughs> you know, all these people in there. And I'm like, this is crazy. I love, I, I just love you giving all the punch. And I read the book in, it's so well written because it's written in your voice. Mm -hmm. it's it's your speak it's not somebody's come over and made it sound this different way like i read it and i was like that that's how he would have said it and he kept it in the book i love you mention um you give a roadmap for what you need to do a whole hog cook and you say get these yeti chairs Uh, listen i'm a i'm a representative for yeti but these are some damn good chairs they threw me a couple so
1: they're the most comfortable chair i mean and i'm not saying this as like a a laugh here, but if they were, uh, if they fit in an interior design mode, like I would rather sit on a Yeti (laughs) chair than any chair at home. Like they're the most comfortable chair there is. I mean, period, bar none, end of discussion. And um, you know, the voice thing was by design. I did want my voice. I wanted it to be a, like I said before, it's a procedural book. Um, I wanted to be able to mentor somebody on cooking this style of barbecue without me being there to mentor them. So it's written in prose. When Clarkson Potter asked me to do the book, I started by telling him what I didn't want the book to be. and I did not want it to be some these every year Father's Day stupid, cheesy whatever so- and so won this competition barbecue thing with, uh, you know, mango, whatever, injected baby back ribs and foil wrap this and all that. So I told him what I didn't want it to be, and I also told him that I didn't want it to be recipe driven. I wanted it to be procedural driven, and that I wanted to deep dive is is far down the rabbit hole as the rabbit hole goes on, not missing any of the little things that affect a cook, but also affect your quality of life as a cook. So that's why I bring up the Yeti chair because you're doing this for thirty hours, man. If you if you tackle the whole hog, you know, I mean, from front from beginning to end, it's th- it's you don't cook it for thirty hours, but it's a thirty hour process and. If you're not taking care of yourself, your back, your feet, and everything else, then it's it sucks.
0: I fell in love, and this is what I want to talk about. I was reading the book, and if you open it up to the very middle page, I can probably do it right now. I've got the book in hand. Oh, look at that. It was right here. He says, I love a good road trip. Yeah. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, oh, I want to get this. If you ask me to jump in a truck and drive across the country tomorrow, I'd do it. He said, I can fly to Florida in two and a half hours, but I'd much rather hop in a truck and drive there and hit every little spot on the way there. And it spoke to my soul. Like, I love... I told my wife, said, so, let's just go to Florida. I want to go to Florida. And she's like, that's a long drive. And I go, yeah, that's the, that, point. That's the adventure. <laughs> like, when you get off in, uh, right past Birmingham and you that, to go to Destiny, all the little back roads and those little towns, those are the best places it's to go. The best go. places. And... um." We don't get to do that as much. We got kids now, but like I I fell in love with that. And then the way that you broke it down with how to do a whole hog cook, how to build the actual pit, and then the detail that you go into with, it's going to be 30 hours. I know I'm talking a lot here, but I was literally laughing out loud when you said there's going to be the one guy who's going to want to do shots and he's going to start acting crazy Give everybody a role. This person does this. This person does that. And you have the overnight guy. You go, don't make the shot guy the overnight guy. Make him be the guy that carries the wood.
1: There's a role for the idiot buddy. <laughs> yes. uh, hey, He's got to be there. I mean, he's not going to not be there. You know, Because the, the story, the experience isn't the same without the idiot buddy. He's got to be there. You just have to control and contain the idiot buddy.
0: But that's the level of detail that you go into. It's not just a, hey, like, you have to manage your friends and who's, because you have to manage who's going to be doing what responsibilities because you can't do it alone. Mm -mm. But it's a 30-hour ordeal, and you get some really good friends together for 30 hours. One guy's going to act a fool. Don't make him be the guy that spreads the coals from 1 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock in the morning. That's right. That's right. And, And (laughs) good.
1: Well, it's just, it's, um... Look, man, this is like a, most people don't I get to do this for a living, you know, but like to your point, like a lot of people who even halfway enjoy cooking, especially men, this is kind of like a bucket list thing that most of them never actually end up doing because there's not me or somebody, another pit master or a book to really go into that dive. But when they do do it, if you know we've all know the people like, I do that, why well, I used to do that one a year in college. once a year in college? We dig a hole in the ground and we do this that and the other. There's always the stories of we sat up and drank all night. And right, you know, I'm, I've been there when I was in my 20s, and it's just, it is horrible the next day. <laughs> you don't enjoy it. And so, what are you doing it for uh, if it's horrible? It's, it is no different than the road trip that, um, you know, hopefully, obviously nobody's drinking and driving. But if you just drove all night and didn't get any rest and didn't manage for that, and you get to the beach the next day and you, you're exhausted, you're exhausted. You just wasted an entire day at the beach.
0: There's So, many so you got to manage it. There's so many little aspects of things, but you do them multiple times. You figure out ways to game it. I was in Phoenix last week, and I brought my phone jack holder thing that sticks to the window that you can set your phone in. Mm-hmm. And the guys, were, we rented a car, and the guys were laughing at me, and I go, I'm driving. I'm, I'm, the, I'm a non-drinker, so I'm always a designated driver. Sure. But I, I don't like looking down at GPS, my town, I don't know, so I brought the little thing so I can just drive and look the whole time. And they're like, that's so smart. And I go... Well, it's not my first time. Yeah. But it could be your first time, and you outline all of those little things. You're that prepared.
1: You're so you would be the guy that if we ever did this together, I would probably pick you to be the
0: overnight guy. I would love to do that. and Because I,
1: you're not drinking, and you plan, and you're prepared, and you're worried about what could go wrong. That's exactly the person you need.
0: Every aspect of it. I'm in. I'm focused. Yep. And my, I think that my absolute favorite moment was you said, leave your phone inside. Mm-hmm. The overnight guy. You're sitting there from 1 to 6 enjoy the moonlight, enjoy the sounds of being outside. Don't just, you can go in a rabbit hole just looking at your phone all night long. So leave your phone, what an amazing experience that would be. And that, like I said, I'm reading this and it's just speaking to me. I'm like, oh, I need six hours alone by a fire where I'm managing something by myself. That's right. right. It was just magical moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. No ambient noise. There's not a lot of traffic or cars. There's no um, you know, even birds and just, you know, daytime noise, you know, yeah. it's very, it is very peaceful. And so it's fun.
0: So my question to you today is if I'm coming to Nashville, right? So if I'm out there and I'm listening to this and I'm, I'm at visit dot com, and I'm planning my trip around Nashville, all this preparation and I'm coming to Nashville, what are some things in Pat Martin's opinion that you got to do? We live here. We know all about Nashville. What are some things that I want to do when I come to Nashville. I'm road trip to Nashville. What's my game plan?
1: That's a great question. Um Nashville um, really does have well, first of all it's an it's it's centered the whole town the backbone of the city is the arts. Absolutely. And I don't just mean music, you know, which we'll get into in a second, but like you know, say in the arts right now, the first thing that pops to mind is is that the Frist Art Museum is completely even if you're not into art Right now they have a Van Gogh exhibit over there that's 3D that is absolutely mesmerizing. Um, And again, literally, if you're not even into art or know how to appreciate art, you just go there, you're just wowed by it. Clearly the restaurant scene here is, um, I think Nashville, I think Nashville pound for pound is top three culinary cities on the eastern seaboard. Uh, I'm not a best person, so you'll never hear me say Nashville's the best or I'm the best or this restaurant's the best or whatever, but... It's com it's in the conversation of the top three in, in the Eastern Seaboard, in my opinion. So I would um I would definitely go down, you have a kind of a plethora of chef driven restaurants. And again, back to the art. These chefs are creating art that you're getting to eat. Okay. It's no different than art that a musician's doing, you get to hear. And to go to uh, locust, catbird seat, I mean I'm just city house, bastion. I mean man folk Rolf and Doug, I mean any of those spots like they're just I could literally just keep going yeah on that's the creative side on the other side you know restaurants you've got um the old back the 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 old Nashville meet and threes Arnold's is so famous, but it's not cliche no you know and you have to hit it like and so that's like a daytime deal um th- there's just the restaurant scene you could literally just come here to eat, honestly. And not even really hit bars. Bars, you know, Wilbur Street Tavern. You've got these little Bettys over here on the west side, which is close to my house. The villager so
0: down fun. the street from us here. The
1: villager, man. Remember Come the darts on. back? Yeah. The, yeah. But, but those, all those kind of scenes, I mean, yeah, everybody's going to hit their downtown. Uh, Nashville's Nashville's definitely developed that reputation, but it is such a small part of what Nashville is as a city. And, um, and then, of course, the music, you know, and um, – there are just so many great little bars and small music venues that are playing stuff that is just peel your head back, man. Um, You know, you don't ever, you go down to, um, what's it called? Exit Inn, but I'm thinking about the place down the Gulf. It's a little bluegrass. uh,
0: uh, Oh, a blue blue station in.
1: Station Inn. You don't even know. You could be in there in Peter Frampton, just walk on stage and pick a guitar up and sit down with some guy who's a you know, a mechanic during the week and they just jam out. Like that's in you you're not going to get that on the planet. Anywhere on the planet.
0: Nowhere. Right.
1: And in sports, obviously. I mean, I think our sports are 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 we have a very classy I mean, we got some we got some opinionated country folks that especially on football, but you know, you start you start talking about when we were talking about hockey before and, and obviously the predators and the titans, but now MLS is here it's such a progressive nod towards our city. Um, it is the sport of the future in our country. I'm like, let's just call it like it is, whether you want to admit it or not. And um, and then all those strong rumors, the legitimate rumors of baseball coming here. So Nashville is just – it's exciting uh, to live in the city.
0: You know? It is exciting. And if you're coming to Nashville, hopefully the Predators make the playoffs. We're right there in that wild card spot right now. But playoff – the playoff atmosphere – it, regular game atmosphere in Bridgestone Arena is so electric. I, I was it's, unbe- it's unbeatable. The very I was at the very first playoff game we ever played against the Red Wings, and I get chills thinking about that day. Yeah, and the catfish on the ice, oh, yeah. and just like the whole, and then the way the standing ovation during the TV timeout is something that every time gets me. It's just like one of those like. Wow, what what is this moment? It's we're an having SEC right
1: now? football atmosphere inside of a hockey arena.
0: 17,500 <laughs> hey, people. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So if you have a chance, if you're coming to Nashville and you have a chance to go to a game, buy you some Pred's gear and get in there and join the join the team. It's a lot of fun.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: All right, Pat. Well, we are we are going to leave it at that for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. We cannot wait to catch up with you again soon. If you're coming you to Nashville. Me. Go check out Martin's barbecue. There's multiple locations around town and if you see a Hugh babies, it's the best damn burger in the city. Oh, I'm telling no, you right now. You. It is. I,
1: yeah, I try. I mean, we we just executing a really good cheeseburger. I mean, it's not there's nothing chefy about it or anything. It's just a good old griddle top cheeseburger.
0: Like I said, he's humble. Well, I told you the story last time we were on last time we were on our last interview, but I said we went to California and the first thing we we're on our way home from the airport and I go, "We got to go to In-N-Out." Go to In-N-Out. It's the middle of a pandemic. So we, we pull off and we're eating in the parking lot, and my kids are like, eh. I'm like, well, Guys, this is in and out Like, we like you babies better. And I was like, <laughs> and, and, and I got done with my hamburger. I think I do too. I, I, I this is kind of, you got to do well, that in here. But full was,
1: disclosure, when I go to California, I don't go to California about hitting an In-N-Out.
0: Yo, you have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. But I, I, I live here and I get to have you babies whenever I want to. And it makes me really, Really happy thanks man pat martin thanks for joining us
1: oh thanks for having me appreciate you
0: thank you so much to pat martin for joining us here on nashville restaurant radio and now it is time that we have promised your nashville hot list Now, if you're out there and you don't go to one of these restaurants or you do go to one of these restaurants and you have an amazing experience and you feel so much as you want to go on Instagram and post about it, use the hashtag Nashville Hot List. I'd love to share your experience. So here we go. We're going to talk about the Nashville Hot List today, and it's going to be a mix of several different style of restaurants. We may do one where it's all brunch or all meat and threes or all barbecue, but today we have a little bit mixed in together Uh, in no particular order. These are just five restaurants that we think you're going to have an amazing time at. Uh, Number one, we're talking brunch. We're talking Anzi blue, one of the best brunches in the city. They do a jazz brunch and once a month they do a drag brunch. Chef star may and Marcy were just on the show and they have an amazing brunch. They offer CBD as well as all of your coffee drinks. It is in Hillsborough village. It is beautiful and they have a great wall with neons to take selfies behind. Number two, Nikki's Coal Fired. Caroline and Tony Galzen, the husband and wife duo behind Nikki's Coal Fired in the nations are doing amazing things. They have wood-fired pizza, house-made pasta, and their Nikki's Coal Fired Bagel Shop is something you definitely want to check out. So go in the nations to Nikki's Coal Fired. You'll thank me later. We're also talking about our guest today pat martin and martin's barbecue if you're in nashville and you want to do barbecue you cannot go wrong at martin's make sure to test his whole hog style of barbecue and like i said before pro tip the brisket burger is to die for if you're looking for a meat and three let's go back to the elliston place soda shop yes it's been around forever and it's brand newly renovated it is Better, better than ever, you can get your fresh made shakes or malts and your favorite phosphate and say hi to Miss Linda and my good friend, Craig. The final restaurant is the place you want to go for dinner. There's not a ton of seating here. So if you're coming to Nashville, make sure you make your reservation on Talk for Bastion. Bastion is Josh Hobbiger's. Restaurant. Him and his wife, Lauren, run it. It is a member of Strategic Hospitality, and he is the mind behind the catbird seat. So it sells out quick, but if you're coming, you can plan ahead. Make sure to make your reservation at Bastion. That is your Nashville hot list for the month of May. We're going to bring you a new one next month. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a wonderful time on your stay in Nashville. We hope that everything you do, you are being safe. Love you guys. Bye.